Where's your game at right now? I broke my wrist three and a half months ago. I blame Bismack Biombo because he hasn't had <laughs> he has no body awareness and he ran into me while I'm in the air. And so this like week, this I'm like three and a half weeks. I just started playing golf. Today was one like of my first rounds since I broke my wrist. Mm. I tried playing a Memorial um Pro Am and I had to quit after nine and swelled up. So my left game's wrist. my game's in shambles because it's left wrist. Where'd you play today? Played at the summit. Oh, you played some? Okay. Played Good summer. spot. Yeah. Good spot. What's your well, index down to now? I only got two rounds on a year, and I only got 12 rounds last year. So it says I'm a six. I'm not a six. So you flirting in between the six and the 12. Right now, I'm like, hey, I'm like more like a 12, 13. I don't even know. You know, okay. they say anybody who says they're a six handicap, that means they're either scratch or a 12. Correct. Only, right. only time will tell. I got down to a three one time, 2021. I got good. I was, yeah. I was looking for you at that time. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to the World Famous Bar 3 Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen Malbin. We got my man, Ben Baller, J.R. Smith. And this week, two amazing guests. Number one, Fairway Iggy. Number two, Scott Pinckney, PGA Tour Pro, NBA legend. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, man. Good to have you guys here, man. Thank you. It's great to have you guys here, first of all, first of all. But I'm going. I'm going to play favoritism. Sorry, I, yeah, I, I have to. But Iggy, I'm going to pass it off to one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm in golf fantasy league, so I know all the golfers. Yeah, do you, bro? You in a lot of stuff, by the way. There's, There's a fantasy fucking really... golf. I didn't know this fantasy in golf. Oh, you yeah. know this fantasy in golf is. I didn't know that on, on everything. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna tap you in. It's it's one. It's two types really. It's the whole season's like one and done. So you can pick one guy. Once you pick him for the tournament, you can't pick him anymore for the rest of the year. And it goes like the T-125 like, or what does it go like, to? Uh, no, you can pick whoever you want. For, as long as they're in the tournament, you can pick them. Okay. And so basically it works like a stock. So you put $500 in and then it's like 10 other guys in there. And so your winnings is how much your golfer or golfers won that week. So missing cut is zero. Like, yeah, screwed. of course. But if your golfer makes, he wins a tournament, if it's a major, he gets two, three million dollars that goes into like your total earnings. And then after the whole right. season's over, it's like, it's the total earnings for all the tournaments sits at the bottom and whatever you want at the top, your percentage of the total earnings is how much you win in the total pot. And that's essentially how it works. So on the elevated events uh, and the majors and the WGCs, you pick two guys. So it gets tricky. And then after a couple of years, you know like what courses he likes, you know what courses fit Rory's eye, you know, don't pick Rory for the Masters. Stuff like that you figure out along the way. And it's like, I won the first year and I haven't been close ever since. So right now, Rom is up big time then because Majors, yeah, like four. Rom what, Scheffler? But you got you to gotta pick him. No, I know. I'm just saying Scheffler's up there too, though. Yeah, I but mean, you can only pick them one tournament a year. Only one tournament? Okay. You're right. And so now, like, it's crazy because now I know every tournament. I know every right. uh, city, state they're in. And like, it's been like, it's like year six. So, Shit, I got to get in. It keeps you tapped in too. Yeah. Keeps you super tapped in. I'm just saying my boy Harry Higgs ain't in there, man. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Where's your game at right now? I broke my wrist three and a half months ago. I blame Bismack Biombo because he hasn't had <laughs> he has no body awareness and he ran into me while I'm in the air. And so this like week, this I'm like three and a half weeks. 
I just started playing golf. Today was like my first rounds since I broke my wrist. Mm. I tried playing a Memorial Pro-Am and I had to quit after nine and swelled up. So my game's, my game's in shambles because it's left wrist. Where'd you play today? Played at the Summit. Oh, you played at the Summit? Okay. Played Good summit. spot. Yeah. Good spot. What's your well, index down to now? I only got two rounds on a year and I only got 12 rounds last year. So it says I'm a six. I'm not a six. So you flirting in between the six and the 12. Right now, I'm like, hey, I'm like more like a 12, 13. I don't even know. You know, okay. they say anybody who says they're a six handicap, that means they're either scratch or a 12. Correct. Only, right. t- only time will tell. It, I got down to a three one time, 2021. I got good. I was yeah. I was looking for you at that time. <laughs> I heard. That's what I was like. I was looking for up. you. Because I remember when we first, like, yeah. when you first got into, I think it was like a year or two after I had really got the bug, and we were somewhere, I think it was like Bahamas. Yeah, or D- yeah, yeah, yeah. And we was out there, and I seen how passionate you was about it. I was like, and mm-hmm. I, I knew your size. I knew, I was yeah. like, oh, if he get it, I could be in trouble. Yeah. I was like, I never felt like that with nobody else. I was like, everybody else out here, like, I got them, I got them. But if he gets it, I, I'm gonna be have a run for my money. I figured it out. So Scott, out. Uh, you've been working with Trav. Trav was on the show. Bacon, his caddy, was out there. Yep. Give us the field report. What's it looking like? Um, Trav's uh, his swing's gotten a lot better. I'm really glad they changed it to a scramble format. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think they got a chance. I think they got a chance. Um, best ball would have been tough. Um, Trav can, he can send it, but, uh, short game needs, uh, we're working on the short oh, game. Shit. And how's Pat's short um, game? Pat's, Pat's good. So, um, I think that's why they have a chance. Just get Pat's going to be able to put it, uh, put it close and then Trav can just give it a run. But I do have some insider information. Um, Pat's, uh, three wood broke on, uh, on during the practice round day. It just hit, went and ah, he got a new one, I'm sure by today. Yeah. They just, I think he just went to the pro shop and they got him a, a new club head, but it was, yeah. it, Completely snapped. I mean, Bacon's a great short game, dude. So that's you know that yeah, they should yeah. put Bacon in that fucking thing. But. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's uh, I think it's gonna be good. What's your favorite club in the bag? My putter. Nice. My putter. Yep, I got a pretty nice uh, Scotty Cameron <laughs> Circle T, which is just has a super smooth face, so it has get no grooves, and it's just butter. I got mm. man. Shout out yeah. to Paul Vizenko and yeah, Scotty, Paul's, man. Paul's my guy. Paul's, Paul's my best. dude. He's the he best. He fitted me. Got me my. Yeah. I got my Ben Baller edition Circle T and. Yeah, he's he's changed my putting because I mean that his facility down there and his yeah. I mean expertise. I mean it's it's amazing. Like, he keeps it simple. I mean I can I can go months without putting and still just make everything because you you know, I walk on the putting green I know exactly what I need to do, and it's it's easy. So Paul's uh, yeah that place Paul's in San Marcos is amazing, bro. That place is fucking incredible. Iggy, what about you, man? What's your favorite club in the bag? Right now? (laughs) 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 The the answer would be my three wood. When I got good and I started getting the bug bug, that was the first club I can control. Either I can draw it on command and I can cut it on command. Nice. And I put my driver in the bag for like three years. And then somebody was like, if you want to get the scratch, you got to be able to hit the driver. So... But the three wood, if, if I'm ever just having a bad day and I want to feel good about myself. I, I got to do that all the time. Just three wood all to death. Because my driver just don't really work. Yeah, three wood. You know who the three wood champion is? We're in, we're in Miami <laughs> at Turnberry Country Club. It's a good course. And we're at like 280, 275 yards to the pin. Mm-hmm. I don't have a club that I have to lay up. I don't have a club that goes that far at all. Unless I could put a tee down in the middle of the fairway. You know what I mean? Right. This motherfucker takes out his three wood and overshoots the fucking pin. I was like, God 
I've never seen off the deck. I've never By seen far it. the best three what I've hit in my life. Still, well, shut up, man. He's such he's he's always no, so fucking real. humble. No, that's that's a good shot. It's something with shooters. He's always so humble, yeah, all, though. All the basketball guys, like all the shooters, but if you are, seen are good the, at golf, the, the trajectory, it's, it's the sound of it, I was like, God damn! And then it went, you know, it went past, and those big ass fucking iguana, not an iguana, it was a, it, the thing was a fucking iguana. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> the test of that, though, I, I seen D book not too long ago in Phoenix, and he had literally just started playing, and I'm looking at his swing and his touch around the greens. I'm looking like, there's no way I was this good. This dude is like playing, he was playing lights out. And I'm sitting there like, yo, it's like literally something with the shooters. Obviously, Ray. Devin Booker for Steph, real? I mean, all of them. It was, it's crazy. I haven't seen Clay really play or hit. Clay has a attention span problem. <laughs> but Clay, if he, if Clay locked in, Clay can play. For as little as he plays, he's really good at golf. It's insane. He just can't get past like six holes. He'll be like, all right, I'm going home. Right. Are you going to use his shot anytime today? Steph's, yeah. Steph's is that good. Yeah. He played Summit a few days ago. He shot five under. God damn. He's good. And they're like, oh. it was an easy five under. So I'm like, oh, oh boy. Do y'all play much on the road? We used to. We used to play a lot. We used to play a lot. We had a game in Phoenix. Played at home at Oracle on whatever it was, a, a Tuesday. Left the same night, went to Phoenix. We joked around like, let's bring our clubs. We had a back-to-back. So we didn't get to Phoenix till like 2 a.m. Something happened weird with the plane. And you know you land somewhere late, you still got to get your bags. We didn't get our bags till like 3, 3.30. We left the hotel at like 7 because we had to be back for the team meeting at noon. And dude probably shot like two, one or two over. Like it was nothing. And I'm dead. I'm like, I'm picking up half the holes. Like I ain't got it. I'm just out here having fun. <laughs> right, right. So I'm like, I'm not going to have a good game tonight. Like I'm, already, I'm knowing I'm not going to have a good game. But I'm like, all right, tonight I just got to lock in. Make sure everybody on their P's and Q's, everybody focused and ready to play. I just got to play hard, play defense, and communicate. But if a ball comes to me, I'm swinging it. <laughs> Bro, Steph went for like 40. And every time he scored, he looked at me and laughed. And he's like, if they only knew what we did today. <laughs> like, you know, there's no way he's supposed to have that type of game right. off a of back-to-back, and we just played golf. But that was, there's something wrong with that dude. It's weird. That's tough. Yeah. yeah. That is tough. He got, he's the first person I saw shoot even par. This was like 2014, too. That was early on. And, you know, me seeing somebody shoot par when I just started playing golf was like, this is the great. That's like watching somebody score 60. Right. Yeah. And it's funny because he dunked it in for 50 yards on 18, made it. No big deal. That was in New Orleans. The uh, course they do the um, Dessert. team Dessert. the team event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen him play at uh, Chris Paul's wedding. We went out like the day, the morning of the wedding or like the day before. And I just, had just really got into it. And I seen I'm like, bro, why are you playing basketball? <laughs> I was literally like, bro, what is, God damn, what like is going on? Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, he got game. And this was, again, 15, 16 years ago. I'm like, he oh, my God. He needs to fuck around and play champions tour after NBA. Yeah. Now he's got, like, he's not even using his driver anymore. He's got this driving iron. He's hitting it like 290. In Tahoe, he's not. He only uses his driver like twice around. Yeah. He was like hole 10 and hole 13. I use the driver. Everything else. I'm using like my driving iron. Par five something? Par fives are using his driving iron. On 18. What kind of clubs does he play with? Do you know what he plays? What he he's a Callaway, Callaway guy. He's a Callaway dude? Callaway. Okay. He's got a, he got a deal with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay. I, he get paid. Yeah. He got a huge deal with... Uh, full with swing too. Howard? Or, or well, Howard. Yeah, Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Howard. Howard. Great, well, actually, what, what clubs do you play stuff. with, Iggy? Right now, I'm playing Sarik Sons. Sarik Sons? Okay. Yeah, I love, their, I love their wedges and their irons. Their irons are butter. Scott, what, do you, what, what clubs do you play with? 
Titleist. I was a Nike athlete, um, one of the few back in 2014 <laughs> and 15, and then literally found out um, we're at the Travelers Tramp Championship, and one of the head Nike guys came out that week, and we're all kind of wondering, like, what's going on? Like, why, why is he here? We're testing wedges, and then later that night, and announced Nike's done making golf clubs that week. It was just out of the blue. Everyone's freaking out. Um, and then from there, signed with uh, Titleist. I was talking to Anthony Kim, and he was talking about when he was playing with Nike in the, in the heyday, and AK was like, where I would literally be on tour and I would hit Adam Scott's clubs and I was hitting them 35 yards further. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. He goes, damn, Ben, you're so new at golf. You don't understand. Right. He's like, Ben, <laughs> 10 yards. If I could gain 10 yards, it's a big deal. Huge deal. 35. And then he was like, his boy was like, his boy's also pro, played with him in Oklahoma. I was like, do you see this driver here? I'm like, fuck is that? That was a rangefinder on a club. It was a square fucking driver. Yeah. I was like, this thing is disgusting. It's terrible. And he goes, you can't hit this 185 yards. I was like, 185 yards? I was like, bro, I can hit that 185 yards. You can't hit this 185 yards. Why the fuck did I try to hit that fucking driver? Like, and he was just telling me how hard it was to hit those clubs. Was that like, the Sasquatch? Yeah. That was, yeah. That's the first ones I started with. <laughs> and I was like, and he was trying to tell me how hard, just imagine how like, you know, but he needed to, you know, he had a major contract with them, right? Him and Tiger. So I was yeah. like, damn. Being a pro, how much like, for us amateurs, like how much does that equipment matter as much? Like it's different. Okay, if you you know single digit and you're getting a fit for a club as opposed to a set of demos, but like with people who are 15, 16 handicaps, how much how important is that? A huge difference. I mean, for a pro, um, we're there's a lot of guys out there that are getting new wedges every single week. It's even just a few blades of grass between the grooves, or if they're starting to wear down a little bit. I mean, it makes a huge difference, um, and even more so for for amateurs, um, just to be able to get the ball in the fairway, add another 10, 15 yards, it's, it's, it's huge. He was playing blades after like his 25th <laughs> Oh my round. God, bro. Why are you bringing this up anymore, man? Fuck, man, bro. I got to tell a pro this. Like, he's playing blades after his 25th official round opposed to using a big fat cavity So listen, back. Scott, like, no, hold I'm on. hitting it good. I'm hitting it great. I shot a commercial Try for that it. shit outside. Not, in, not on his so I'm sponsored by I'm sponsored by TaylorMade. I have uh -huh. a deal with them, right? And I fucking uh, shot this Dick's commercial. And Harry Higgs plays a piece of success. I was like, all right, cool. I had some really good shots. And on top of that, I just won the farm. I don't want to hear anybody tell me anything yeah. anymore. So he I had a couple good rounds. Pro and then I had really bad rounds. I blame Riviera. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, my coach is like, look, you're not going to listen to me anyway. You listen to all this shit, but you, this, you shouldn't be fucking playing these fucking clubs. JR said it a few times. But he's like, Ben, the problem is your misses are going to be fucking way worse now. Yeah. You need a more forgiving club. Went back to the stealths. On the top of that, he had a staff bag. So it was <laughs> no, like, bro, a staff bag didn't come to the fucking like, court. Shut up, man. Come iron, on, bro. Iron covers. He had the no, big logo. With <laughs> never, the ever had, never, never, <laughs> ever had iron covers. Come on, bro. I ain't hey, that ben, Korean. Ben, Ben, check me out. I have a set of Mizuno blades. Yeah. They've never seen outside. But I have a simulator in my house. It's a little bit bigger than this room. And um, I only practice with them. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, the Brazilians, they say they play soccer with a homemade ball. Yeah. So when they get a real ball, it's like, it's like, oh, this is, this is it. I'll play with a makeshift ball. So just if you practice with blades and then play with your regular clubs, you'll start seeing a lot. You know of what? I, I think the best thing for me was just to go back to the stealth. Sure. Now, but when, yeah. when you're practicing with your blades and you're like, I know my numbers. Like if I'm hitting this eight iron, 165, 170 with blades, I'm like, Oh, and I'm hitting them high. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'm in my slot. I'm in my slot. That's when I'm most confident. What is uh, the first your first memory of golf? 
Um, probably the first time I ever went to a golf course. Um, I was eight years old. My mom was getting sick of me. I was running around crazy. And my dad was a scratch golfer. He played professional volleyball. So my dad was an athlete. And my mom's like, Doug, you got to take Scott. Take him, take him to the golf course with you this time. You can't just leave and go by yourself. So I went to the golf course um, and uh, I had, fell in love immediately. Fell in love immediately. And I was a perfectionist when I was younger. So uh, my dad, um, I, I was a natural at it. So my dad called over the head pro and was like, dude, you got to see this. It's the first time he's ever swung a club. And then from there, I was wearing my, started wearing my polo chinos and my button up all the, every single time. And then um, from there, I was uh, five junior in the world within a year, year and a half. Oh, wow. That was in Florida? Uh, uh, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. I forgot he's a sun devil. Yeah. Sun devil. Iggy, where's the uh, devil, first baby. memory? I'm a wildcat. <laughs> oh, right. nice. oh, that's right. I had some buddies play. Uh, one of my best friends was an ice cat. So we'd go down. Okay. Ice cat? Yeah, down at Juve. Oh, okay. Play hockey. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they call him Ice Cat. What about you? First memory of golf? Kevin Gamble. Shout out to Kevin Gamble. He's from my hometown. He's one of the, it's only been like three NBA players from where I'm from. He was one of the main guys. Like, he's stuck in the league for a while. I played for the Celtics. He had a, a golf clinic for kids from like the Boys and Girls Club. So I went twice. We played golf for like two days. We got a set of clubs and everything. I remember that. Problem was, is that was the only time we played golf. I don't have no, I don't have any other access after that. Like, there's no money to go to the course. I don't know where to go. He arranged balls. You know, we can't afford balls, and so literally just clubs just sitting there. But playing, I, I was really into it. Like I wish I can do this. How long ago was this? This is like four ninety five. Yeah, I was like nine ten years old. It was super cool. Like all the boys and girls club kids got to learn, like go to the golf course and play golf for like two days. They that, said you that were, was where you were nineteen in nineteen ninety four. No, no I was, was nine, nine or, or ten. ten. Oh, nine or ten years saying, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where Arizona? This is in Illinois, Illinois. Spring, Springfield, Illinois, where I'm from. Okay, now, those are those are my first memories of, of golf. Yeah, and then I didn't play golf again until I was in college. <laughs> then you got to go play for like the alumni groups and stuff like that. Now I was like, oh, I remember I did this when I was nine. Ball going that way every single time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some if things never an, change. If you didn't have an injury, how many rounds a week would you be getting in right now? When we were in our heyday, I was just telling a story. To, um, I was with uh, Dex, uh, Dexter Fowler, and uh, Devontae Adams. Yeah. And I was explaining to him how it was set up. When we were in our heyday, like when we had KD and we knew we were going to win every game, practice was at 11. Practice was only like 20 minutes. Practice was just, all right, get on the same page. We're going to put in two new plays and we need to watch film. Like practice, we, we didn't, it was nothing. I would get to the gym at 8.30, eat breakfast. Then at 9, I'm lifting weights. At 10, I get on the court and do all my work. Shooting, conditioning, I do everything I need to do. Practice at 11, I'm, I'm already, I already did my work. All I need to do is just, all right, anything new? All right, cool. Young fellas, y'all good? This is what y'all do today? I'll be a good teammate. All right, lock in my guys. 11.45, I was in the car. I was at the course by 12, 12.15. Where, Olympic Club? Like, uh, studio? Then I wasn't at a course. So it was either Chuck Carica, which is a 36-hole facility, and they got a short I know it is, area. Yeah. I was there a lot. I was playing anywhere in the Bay. So... Metal Club, which is one of my favorite courses. Okay. Are we allowed to say we're members there? I'm at Cow Club now. Cow Club's Cow a spot. Club's nice, yeah. Cow, Cow Club's Club. a spot. Wow. Um, SF Club, I won't say anything bad about them. Great course, though. It's a little stuffy in there, but it's a great course. Um, but I'm telling you, I was all over the bay. Um, TP, Tilden? TPC Stonebray. Stonebray. Tilden used like a seven-hour round, so I stayed away from Tilden. I would go to yeah. the range there, though. Yeah, the range is uh, legendary. The, the range is cool there. I um, went to Cow, bro, so I played. Oh, okay, nice, nice. So you know about this course that's in uh, P 
Piedmont. Yeah, of course. The Rinky Dink joint. Yeah. I'll be over there whenever I was trying to hit balls. Yeah, we would go everywhere in the Bay and play golf. Right by the airport, Metro. Right. We I, play, never, I never play Metro, but... We play at Metro. We play at Metro. You ever uh, play Lincoln Park? I was just talking about that. It's like a little spot right next to Presidio. Nah. Oh, so I, when we were over there, we didn't go over to SF much. We would go to TPC um, Harden Park a Harden little Park bit. Harden Park is beautiful, or, yeah. Harden Park is nice. But we didn't go too far into the city. We stayed on Oakland. So it's side. like a, it's like a little little rinky dink spot again. It's more of like a place where people hike, but thirty five dollars. Oh wow! And it's a fifty five hundred square uh, yard course, par sixty five, and they got a hole sixteen. And when you get to hole sixteen, the fucking Golden Gate Bridge, the whole everything, the whole view of you can see Richmond, all that right. And it was beautiful, and um. It's just a nice, really nice little course. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm doing. I'm in some, doing something really big in the golf space. The news should be coming out soon, and um, it's going to be based in the the community is going to be based around San Francisco. So we're going to be doing some exciting stuff. Can't wait to see it. I was trying to get KD to play a lot back then. I was even trying to tell Rich. I was like, "Yo, bro, KD's so good at basketball. He's not comfortable with something he's not good at. <laughs> that's how good at basketball he is. That's how that's how Bron is. <laughs> it's he's, crazy. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. He, he would much rather go back to the gym, work out, and do all of that shit and then take 40 minutes to try and learn something. Now nah, I'm good. Don't even worry about it. I've seen a swing on Instagram. Not, not <laughs> <laughs> My dog is not fluent. <laughs> he got all the, all the moves up here and all this. But this out here, nah. Because golf exposes all your flaws. Very true. You got to be able to be vulnerable. Like, oh, this could get ugly. Getting your feelings a lot out there. You gotta be able to fight back. Like you gotta be able to bring it back within two, three holes, nine nine holes. I hit some bad shots today, but I hit some good shots today. Right. If I was going far today, I'm like, I know I ain't this strong. <laughs> Keeping that loose wrist. Yeah. Man. All body. Mm-hmm. Rotate. I had a seven on like 200 yards. I'm like, come on, man. It was so smooth and everything. You, you knew you couldn't hit it the way you wanted to and had to like, yeah. you could bear down. So you, everything was just so and smooth I and the tempo. Like, I'm like, yeah. okay, me. we good. I'm like, it went over the green, hit the carpet. Oh, no. Yeah. Scared to take a divot with that sore left wrist. The funny thing is though, I don't, I'm, I never get mad at shots that, shots like that. Like I hit that too good or oh, I'm good. Right. Like I've that. had that before, like with the five iron that I didn't think it would ever go far. And then it went over the green and I'm like, Fuck, that was fucking terrible. Like, but it was a great shot. But then now you're fucked up. You got a triple bogey on the fucking hole because you got to fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Get but you learn something about yourself. Now you know, like, okay, this is how far I'm supposed to hit my five iron. True. So I got to practice this five iron and know yeah. when I when I step up to it because I'm long irons. We're the most afraid of those. Yeah, yeah especially sure. when first start playing in golf. Yeah, them dudes make five irons look like nah, it's a joke. Wedges. It's a joke. Yeah, I saw a guy. The guy who played with Sebastian. Uh, what's Sebastian's last name? He played at Cal. And uh, I think he's a pro over at the summit. And man, it was just, he was hitting drives three thirty. We had par five. He had he went driver five iron, and it was like it was like two twenty to the hole, and he just mm. I'm like, oh my god, pow, just over the pin. And I'm like, it's four iron, five iron, but it went over. It went over the hole. It went to like just just like the short cut. He was like, damn, I should have used the six. <laughs> Scott two twenty. As a PGA Tour player, what advice do you have to a guy that maybe four or five, plus five handicap with aspirations of going on tour? What is the, what's some advice and mentally, what do you, how do you prepare to, to make that leap from plus five to? I mean, you got to be, it's almost got to be there's no other option, but I'm going to make. 
So it's a lot of it's just that that mindset. I'm going to do what it takes to to get to that next level. I mean, kids are nowadays getting so good. I mean, it takes a little bit of luck too. I mean, you just. But I think if you 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 work hard, the harder you work, the luckier you get. It keeps getting harder and harder. I mean, it's uh, but it's I think it's just a lot on the mindset. Like there's no other option. Like I'm I'm making this, and you'll find a way. What's your preparation like when you like for me playing in college tournaments before a tournament? Like what's your preparation going into it? Like do you already pretty much seen the holes? You know what shots you're gonna hit? You know how the distance? Yeah, we. I mean, I've. Kind of the Tiger generation, so I learned how to prepare like uh, like Tiger, get a the pin sheet beforehand, know where the pin's going to be. I already have the course mapped out, where I'm going to be hitting it, where my misses are. Um, I mean, it's all it's all about misses. And so, like when we're out there on tour, you're you're looking at a at a shot or where where the pin is. You're always kind of thinking, okay, where's where's my best chance to get up and down? That's almost like the first thing you you think of, like because right. like, if you go, if I know I miss this to the right, the pin's on the right, I miss that. I mean, my chances of getting up and down, I'm are, are extremely hard. So you always are going to favor a little bit of left side because it's, uh, it's all about where's, where's the easiest place I can make par if I miss it. Um, and that's where you start your strategy on tour because bogeys, um, bogeys crush you, crush you on tour. So Nah, for sure. Iggy, do you gamble when you play golf? No, nah, I never gamble. I'm not a gambler. Because <laughs> when you're in beautiful places like the wind and then you see like the rooms or you see the shops or you see the casino or you just see the flowers when you come in, how did that get here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you don't gamble golfing, though? I don't like losing money. <laughs> it's funny because I'll, I'll bet you a dollar. But to me, yeah. if I play my best round of golf, I didn't lose to anybody. Yeah. But if I win, I can win a bet and play bad. I'm going home pissed. Yeah. There's so I don't need to gamble. I, I, I'm just there. I'm, I'm really into it. There's a course in Chicago, the the Golf Club of Chicago or Chicago, Chicago Golf Club. Golf. Mm -hmm. And there's a rule. You're only allowed to play gambling-wise. They encourage gambling, but you can play a, a dollar on the front, a dollar on the back, and a dollar overall. So afterwards, you go into the little bar, you know, snack shop, and it's just $1, $2, $3. But they really care about that $3. You know, if you yeah. win that, it's like the best three bucks you ever won in your life. It's amazing to see these like yep. super rich dudes just grinding over $3 because like winning three bucks is just as good as winning three grand if you play one of your frenemies. Yep. That's what, that's just like me. Like I had a few friends, Chicago guys, we do golf trips a lot. And I remember the first time I beat one of the, the best guy in the group, one of the best guys in the group. I never let him live it down. Like, <laughs> like, bro, I just beat you at golf. You've been playing golf. You play high school golf. You play, you play middle school golf on a golf team. Like, you really were trying. And you know what they say? Well, I don't have a freaking simulator set up in my house. Oh, that's the favorite. With blades. With uh, mirror uh, blades. Oh, don't get yeah. mad at me. Don't get mad at me. Uh, uh, they hate that. Yeah. They, they, For like, sure. Oh, someone's been working on the simulators. You damn right. You got a 20-year head start on me. <laughs> I'm on your ass. I'm on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't practice like with mirrors. <laughs> I don't practice with mirror blades on my home simulator like you. <laughs> like either you ride it up any way you want. But they grew up on the on the golf course. And I always tell them, like, listen, you 20-year head start. I caught you in like four or five years. Like, don't be mad good at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, good feeling. Yeah, good feeling. I cover a lot of ground in a short amount of time. I love the simulators. I was just I mean, telling he has them. One no, I got one around the corner, but uh it has um Play the third hole at Spyglass, that downhill part three. And you can make the wind go 20 miles per hour from the right to the left, the left to the right, or downwind, or in, in, in front of you. So, like, 
I've been practicing that a lot at hitting like little hold off, you know, gap wedge, hold off, hold it off and let the wind blow it in. Or if the with the wind's ripping left to right, like hitting little low power draws into the wind. And then the ones downwind hitting, hit as high as you can hit it. And then the one in the wind in the face taking, you know, a nine iron and just chipping the nine iron and, and trying to land it on the front, letting it release. But those simulators are amazing. You practice with them ever on that type of? Not too much. He's old school. Tiger, yeah, outside yeah. with it. <laughs> I only like <laughs> seeing uh, data every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all feel, huh? Where do you live? Scottsdale. Oh, you're in Scottsdale. Okay. Yep. Where do you play? Uh, TPC. Yeah. You still like grind at it or like play as no. much? No, I had, I had Tiger Woods surgery. I had fusion surgery. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Kept me open. One of Tiger's surgeries, his last one, fusion. Damn. Did but you, you played waste management many times, yeah. right? Yep. Did you come into on the tour same time as Fino? Yeah. So Give I actually grew, yeah, I actually grew up with Tony. So I was born in Utah and grew up playing junior golf with Tony. It was me, Tony, and Gipper with in the UJGA. We did an event yeah, for uh we did an event for Nike Golf where all of you guys came. It was in Culver City, mm-hmm. a little studio. You remember that back then? And they had those like uh I don't know. I just remember you guys all coming on and like it was like the new starting lineup for Nike or something, like yeah. the young guys. And Tony came in like dancing and shit. Oh, yeah, that was, and yeah, Culver, was, you were there. Yeah, yeah, I think it was me and Jamie Lovemark Brooks. was there as well. Yeah, and Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> that was a fun time. Culver City. Iggy. What a place. And then Iggy, one of, just so you know, you coming to the shop when we were super young, mm-hmm. the brand, we had barely got the brand going. And he's like DMing us. So when we first started the brand, I was like, Dad, how the fuck is this going to work? We made him open up a golf shop when golf's declining. We opened it on Fairfax where. No golfers go. You know, this is just, what in the hell was I thinking? And then there were people like you or Justin Timberlake, et cetera, start following us, start liking photos and shit. I'm like, God damn, the fairway Iggy's liking the photos, da 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 And then he's like, I'm playing the, we play in the Lakers or something. I'm going to come out of the shop. And then I remember you came by. It was a big deal. And my son, Remington, who golfs a ton and he plays basketball a ton. So, So Remy asked him, he said, Iggy, do you like golf or do you like basketball better? And he's like, golf? Like, what are you talking about, Remy? Like, don't play basketball. Just keep playing golf, dude. We don't, all of us really want to be golfing. True story. I got a 16-year-old who just grew taller than me. He did. Damn. It's, it's flipped. I never thought he would go to the NBA. I never told him this, but I was like, bro, you ain't, you ain't got it. Like, life's too good. Bro, something, I don't know what happened, but the switch went off. He ain't there with the other Remy. The Remy in Miami, I had him oh, down yeah. there. Man, he got good at basketball, like. Oh shit, he got a chance. But the crazy thing, I bring him up because he's got a better golf swing than me. Always had one. What? Does not like golf. It kills me. Oh, yeah, that would man. fuck me up. I'm like, come on, yeah. hey bro, you want? He's 16, so he's about to get a car. You can't get a car until you break 90. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sick of you wasting this swing, <laughs> right? Because I've seen yeah. him. Like he's only played nine holes and he shot like a 46, and he's miserable out there. Like I don't like this because he's a perfectionist. And he's used to seeing other kids. Yeah. Kids his age that are playing golf are good. He's like, I'm not even as good as them. Like, I'm terrible. I'm like, bro, you have no idea. You're in like the top 10% already. Yeah. Right. 90% don't even break 90. That's what I'm saying. He ain't getting his car until he, yeah, he ain't getting his car. Because he got, all I'm trying to do is make him practice. Because when he gets older, he's going to be like, oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Everybody says that. <laughs> it's crazy. I started earlier. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shit. I started at 49. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, I wish I played when I was younger, you know. Was, I wish I played even when the pandemic, when everyone started in the pandemic, you know, at yeah, least. Straight up. 
That's what I wanted to ask you. What, what's a better feeling? Because I know for me, it's the golf shot. Dunking on somebody or dunking it from like a bunker? So my first eagle was a chip in, from like 50 yards. I remember that like it was yesterday. It was a Richmond Country Club. Never forget that one. And I played so bad today. My last iron swing was my best shot of the day. Oh, it was incredible. It, it was like, I had like 185, 185. And I took a seven iron. And I had been overcooking my draws today. And I was like, yo, mm. just stay in line in your swing. Just swing across your body plane, right? But mm -hmm. uh, every course, everybody wants to hit a draw because we used to in the slices, we just turn it over too quick. I said, just stay in the slot. I stayed in the slot and I didn't even try to hit a draw. I just was like, stay in your slot. And, <laughs> and the ball just went in the air. And I'm always watching y'all ball flights and the height and feet when y'all swing. So I'm like, okay, on my seven, I need to be this high. That ball was, it was, it was 100 feet in the air, easy. And it came, you know, the hardest shot is to hit a high draw for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. 10 high, 10 foot. Pow! I didn't care about no other shot. <laughs> so what's that. the answer? That or dunking on someone in real life? I mean, we're, we're so athletic. We've been dunking on people since yeah. forever. That's how I feel so, like. It's, the dunking was easy to us. Yeah. Man, was, I need to hit the shot. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this shot is euphoria. See, that's a tough one. That's, <laughs> I, just told, I just told him a funny story. Last night at dinner, you know, the internet, they'll fucking find anything. Mm -hmm. So I played, I got a scholarship playing football Cal. So I walked onto the basketball team. Yeah, listen to this. What position like, did you play in football? I played cornerback. <laughs> you let him tell his story. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go but ahead. But anyways, bro, I was all state, all everything, wide mm -hmm. receiver, but I played DB. We played both ways back in the day. So I played basketball too. That was my favorite thing. Football was just what I was better at. So I'm talking shit, whatever, and someone on the fucking internet picks my stats up. Someone from the Bay Area. They go to San Francisco. Boom. I guarded Steve Nash two years in a row, the whole nine. Mm -hmm. And like, motherfucker, you average 0.8 points a game. You didn't even <laughs> average one point a game. And I was like, how the fuck did this dude find my fucking average? So the thing is, I never got into the game. If I did, you think I'm going to fucking pass the ball, bro? And on top of that, the San Francisco Chronicle, every time they put the box scores, because on the internet back then, they put Tang, not Yang, my real last name. They even fucked up my last name so people can't even see like, you know, so we're playing against Washington State on television and we're down by 28 points. There's two minutes left. So I'm like, fuck this. Like, Yang, you're in. So I got in the game and I stole an inbound pass. And I dunked on someone and I got an and one. And I was like, yeah, and one, motherfucker. And the dude's like, chinky winky, you down 28 points on television, bro. <laughs> Damn. I looked at my coach and my coach goes, you're fucking dead. He said, you're walking back to San Francisco. You're fucking dead. You're Yo, tell me your career dead. high, though. Yeah. No, I mean, I... <laughs> I averaged under one point a game, you know, I never played, but fuck it, you know, it was just funny. So when I think about that compared to like an ace or fucking chipping out from, you know, holding in from, from 52 yards, whatever, is fuck you, JR. <laughs> but you, you being able to dunk. Oh, since sophomore year in high school. No, that's a pretty, that's a pretty big deal. Like, yeah. Everybody, first of all, everybody can't dunk. Right. I, I'm tired of that. Oh, yeah, I could do it if I was 6'6. Six, six. First of all, I know people 6'6 six, six who can't dunk, they can't touch the net. So for your height to be able to do that is impressive. That's impressive. That's, that's yeah. impressive. I would have thought you were lying. No, I'm dead ass serious. No, I believe you, but yeah. Duncan isn't like something. It's easy to us because, you know, we've been doing it since we were two. Yeah. But, and then we got the genetics. That's a, a tough question for me. I mean, I don't know. It's just a, a butter draw, five iron, or a 360 windmill. I, I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, but you can hit that. No, I can't. Like you can only, I can't I think dunk. You can only dunk for so long. Right. And in the NBA, in our era, 
you got caught known as a dunker, it kind of limited your uh, earning potential. 100%. People would get mad at Vince because he was like, I'm not dunking. I went through that phase. I'm like, bro, I'm not dunking because y'all just going to say all I do is dunk. I had a coach tell me, like, stop shooting jump shots. Just go dunk it. Like what type of advice is that? I mean, right. look at the look, look at the stigma <laughs> that was. What it is? Just go duck over everybody in the NBA. Oh my it's god, it's impossible. You, I mean, you know who he's playing for a long time. Bro. Aaron Gordon. All they thought about was him dunking. They, they, right. they didn't take him serious, and yeah. you got to take him serious now. Exactly. And he got a chip now. You I feel like that's so. how they did wigs too. Like right. after after wigs went with y'all, won the chip. Actually, like they gave him way more status opposed to just being an athlete. Oh, he's a freakish athlete. Yeah, it's okay. You'd be a freakish athlete for eight years, but if you're going to play a 15, 16, 17, 18-year career, you got to be way more than just a freakish athlete. Wiz can shoot the ball. And I was like, Wiz, when you start shooting threes, it was like that. He was like, man, like last year, they they never let me shoot threes. Right. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Wiz, well, that's tough. Shit, man. Today has been amazing. This is a, a pleasant surprise, especially, you know, this last show right now here in Vegas in the win. Iggy, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. Scott, truly appreciate you, bro. Amazing. Thank you guys, thank really you guys so much. It. That was fun. Guys, that's it for this episode of Part 3 Podcast. Co host Ben Baller, Stephen Malman, JR Smith, Iggy, Scott. We out, y'all. Go low. Thank you. Yeah.